If you have struggled with lack of confidence in any area of your life, whatever you do, pay attention to this episode because you are going to discover how to build confidence and also specifically work through an area where you are not feeling confident. So welcome and stay tuned. Hello, visionaries. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, where you can create the life you desire by tapping into your inner wisdom. I'm your host, Padma Ali. I'm widely known in the field of psychology to create long-lasting transformation. And now I'm here to help you create the life you desire using a combination of neuropsychology and ancient healing practices. This podcast is for you, evolved, overachieving leader who's ready to unlock your highest potential. I'm here to guide you through a process of self-discovery to be the creator of your destiny. And you can do all of that by just taking aligned actions, tapping into the power of your brain, your inner wisdom and ancient practices. So stay tuned, folks. I am so delighted you are here. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This is Padma Ali. Today we're going to be talking about confidence. Confidence, the reason I picked up this topic is because I hear a lot of my clients sometimes saying things like, I don't feel confident. I don't feel confident to do this presentation. I don't feel confident in this area of my life. I don't feel confident dating. I don't feel confident when it comes to money. So confidence comes up in many, many different forms. And when I was in my teens and young adulthood, I struggled with lack of confidence. I was so I was, um, I used to hold myself back because I didn't feel like I knew enough or somebody felt better than me. And I'm sure you can relate to all these things. And so I thought, why not? Why not do an episode on confidence, especially when it comes to leadership? I've had clients tell me that they don't feel confident when it comes to leading their teams. So confidence can show up in so many different ways. Most people think it's confidence is external. It's external to you. It's the way you present yourself. It's the way you show up. And you may see someone and think, oh, they look so confident. I want to be like that person. But you know what? How they show their confidence is going to be different than how confidence shows up for you. What I have seen, and I help my clients discover this too, that confidence is internal. It is something you feel within, not external. I've seen many, many very, very successful people who don't say much, but they, you can see that they exude confidence. So today we're going to be talking about how do you build this confidence? How do you build confidence within yourself? How do you feel confident without saying a word? I mean, you have probably seen this in your own life where you can tell someone's working really hard to show that they are competent or they're confident in what they're doing. And in many ways, it backfires. 
Confidence comes with feeling competent, and to feel competent, you need practice. So confidence is no different than anything else you've done in your life. It needs practice. It needs to become a habit. It needs. It connects back to self worth. And I'm going to invite you to write this down. Confidence comes with competence. And think about how have you built competence in your life? Anything. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. And I'm going to invite you to write this one down too. In order to master something, which is how we feel confident in something, like think about, think about even riding a bicycle. When you started riding a bicycle, did you feel confident? Nope. You probably fell down. You probably didn't feel very stable on your bicycle. And then at some point, it became secondary to you. And that came with practice. And I learned this from, my, from the shaman I work with. He says, in order to master something, you need consistency, repetition, and discipline consistency, repetition, and discipline. And when you master something, you're going to feel confident. And to build confidence, you need all three. And I'm going to be doing a series on mastery and breaking down consistency, repetition, and discipline. But for today's episode, let's work on how to develop confidence. So let me, let's go here. As you know, like I don't write notes for my episodes, and so I'm, I'm working. I have some basic idea of where I want to go with this, and I'm trying to see where we can go with that. You know what? Let's go back to riding a bicycle. Think about a time, example of riding a bicycle. Think about a time where you felt confident. It could have been riding a, learning to ride a bicycle. It could have been anything, even walking. You've had, to, you've had to learn to feel confident walking. You may not remember that now as an adult, but you've had to practice that, right? So go ahead. If you're not driving, close your eyes and picture, picture that that, that thing that you felt very confident. It could even be driving when you learned to drive your car. The first time you're like, you know, when you went from point A to B without even thinking about driving. That is when you know you're super confident getting in the car, right? So now notice when you, if you need to pause, you can pause that and pause the episode in order to Remember the time that you felt really confident. It could have been in first grade. I don't care. So when you feel like you've had it, take a second and notice how and where you feel that confidence in your body. Take a minute to find that. 
there's a reason I'm asking you to look at, to find that in your body. Now focus on that sensation or that spot where you feel that confidence and place your hand on it. Breathe into it. I'm slowing down because I really want you to pay attention to this. I'll explain everything in a minute. I don't want your analytical mind to get in the way, which is why I'm going this route. That spot in your body is your anchor. It is your foothold. It is your rock. Now that you have that, any time that you're not feeling confident, this is what will help you. Place the palm of your hand on that spot and breathe. It will bring that feeling of confidence back to you. Now, why am I having you do this? See, confidence is within. It doesn't matter whether you felt confident riding your bicycle years and years and years ago, or whether you are now doing public speaking and you don't feel confident in that. Confidence is confidence. And we're going to talk about some practical ways to build confidence too. But this is an anchor for you. This is to remind you that you have confidence within you and you can access confidence any time that you wish. All you need to do is go within, find that spot, and get into that state of confidence. Your body is your biggest um, ally in share in, in showing you what you're feeling and what specifically is going on. The body never lies. There's a book by um, Bessel van der, Ko- van der Ko- Kok. I, I can't I can't spell his I can't say his last name correctly. It's K-O-L-K. Bessel Wender Kolk. Kolk Kolk. Oh my god. <laughs> and the and the title of the book is The Body Keeps a Score. Body keeps score. Not body keeps a score. Body keeps score. The body is always going to tell you it holds memory by Connecting with that spot in your body where you feel confident, you are going to access that sense of confidence no matter what you're doing. It's going to bring that back to you. Now, let's see if we can work through an area that you are not feeling confident and let's get you to feel more confident in that area. So I invite you now to shift your focus on an area in your life that you want to feel more confident. Maybe it's public speaking. Maybe it's present, you know, presentations that you have to do at work. Or if you're an entrepreneur, it's about being comfortable on camera. Or it may be about sharing your work with the world. Maybe you want to be a writer and you haven't, you have this desire to be a writer and you haven't put any effort into that to being a writer, not effort. Okay. Let me, let me back up. You want to be a writer, but you don't feel confident in your writing abilities. Think about that area in your life where you want to master feeling more confident. Now, I really want you to spend some time reflecting on what the situation is. Okay. Because, because I really, I want, I want this to be practical for you. 
So let's see. Once you have that situation or that, 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 goodness, I can't speak this morning. Once you have that area of your life that you want to feel more confident in, take some time to reflect on what about the situation makes it hard for you to feel more confident Take some time to reflect on what about the situation? What, what about this particular situation? Let's take public speaking, okay? What about that makes you feel like you don't feel confident speaking in public? This is vital. Spend some time on it because you will have cues about what is the narrative in your brain that is preventing you from feeling more confident in that situation. Say it's public speaking. Maybe there's a fear of being judged. Maybe it is like I have to be perfect for me before I can do any kind of public speaking. Or maybe something happened when in in second grade, third grade, fourth grade, where you started to speak in on a stage or in front of the class and someone made fun of you. I don't know. But most likely something happened that made you feel like you cannot, that, you, that this is something that you can't master or like something gets in the way. It could have happened 20, 30, 40 years ago, and you may not even have a conscious memory, but there is an energetic imprint that is preventing you from feeling like you can master that because at the end of the day, it is the inner narratives. Something is telling you, I can't do this, or it's not possible. I'm not going to be good at this. Something is telling you inside and that some narrative is connected with some experience that you may have had. The goal, however, is not to dig in the past. It is just awareness. Just start to let it come to the surface. You know, it's uh, this I'm going to give you a, a love movies, Disney movies, especially children's movies, because they are, they often have so much, so much message, so much underlying messages that when you pay very close attention, you're going to learn a lot about yourself. I was watching Kung Fu Panda again with my kids. It's the second one. The, and, and where Poe sees the symbol like he's fighting the those you know the the peacocks whatever army oh my god like what am i saying the peacocks army and he sees the symbol and he freezes he loses his mojo <laughs> and he doesn't understand why is he why did he why did it stop why does why does he stop being in the flow and then the whole movie goes about like showing him what happened in his childhood, whatever, right? Like he finally uncovers that. That's the bottom line. Like there's probably something, some experience you've had, even if it feels like it's completely unrelated. Because I'm sure even if you have had no experience with public speaking, for example, even as, a, as a, in, in grade school, something happened, maybe this fear of judgment, 
that is making you hold back. I'm using public speaking because a lot of people are scared of public speaking, are really terrified of doing that. So I'm going to invite you to just sit with what is coming up about this situation that is making you hold yourself back. Write about it. Allow yourself time to see if anything comes up and don't worry about it if nothing comes up. What I have noticed and realized and when I've done this work with other people, with my clients and with myself is that when you clear the, the energetic, when you clear the situation energetically from its roots, it it no longer has the same grip as it did in the past. You still have to take actions to do what you need to do, but it doesn't hold you back in the same way. So say something happened when you were in second grade that is still making you, that, that you know, you were, maybe you were ridiculed or someone made fun of you and you're still holding that. And when we clear it energetically, because that situation is in the past, it's over. It's no longer in the present moment, but you are constantly bringing it into the present moment by unconsciously holding it in your attention. You may not even know you're doing it. So when you bring it to conscious awareness and you clear it energetically, the roots are gone, which means it no longer has the same grip. So when you take action and you do do that presentation or that, or you speak in public, then you will notice the change. You will notice the difference. Even if your brain goes, oh my God, this is still so scary. It no longer has the same impact as it did in the past. Otherwise, what happens is it takes longer. But the bottom line is, you know, if you don't have access to doing, if you don't work with me, I can't clear that for you. But what you can do is bringing conscious awareness to it. And when you bring conscious awareness to it and realize that this thing happened in the past, it's no longer relevant, no longer applicable to what I'm doing right now, it's going to stop having the same effect. Maybe it might take you longer, but doesn't matter. The bottom line is bring awareness to it. By the way, just digressing a little bit, I'm starting to do more videos on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. So make sure to subscribe to it. If you just look for Padma Ali, you will find it. And I'm going to be elaborating on these specific topics that we're, I'm bringing to the podcast. And so you can go ahead and start deepening this work. And I'm going to bring different angles to it, including talking more about energy work and spirituality and other things that I may not be able to spend more time on in the podcast. So make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and deepen this work. Okay, so once you have awareness, coming back to the episode, once you have awareness about what specifically is holding you back, it is now time to work through it. Let's go on a 3D level, on a physical plane first. So take an honest look to see if you need to build your skill set for that. Say it's public speaking. Do you need extra some support and to build your skill set on public speaking. Do you need Toastmasters, for example? You know, some people are great naturally at public speaking. Some people have to work at it. And 
some people like me don't care. Like I'm just going to give you the information that I know and, um, and with the intention of leading you to higher grounds and you take it or you leave it. I really don't care if some people love my, co- I mean, I say, I'm grateful for each and every one of you, but what I'm saying is if some, somebody comes to me and says, your podcast sucks, I'm like, all right, move on person. I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm doing this because I know there are other people who like my content and who find value in it. So it doesn't really bother me whether I am masterful or skillful at public speaking. Whereas for some people, they want to really deepen that skill set. And it takes practice. Trust me, the people that you love seeing on stage who are like amazing, who, who, who have this ability to capture your attention, they have worked at it. It is not... It, it may come naturally to some people, but they have to work at it. So they might, they must have had to do some work around how to captivate the, your audience. So the bottom line is it's not about accumulating more degrees or certifications. It is about what will help you feel more confident in that area. Maybe you want to be an entrepreneur and part of your entrepreneurial um, work is going to be showing showing you showcasing your work on social media. So you may need a social media course just to understand how to work with that or you may need to hire somebody to help you with that. <clears throat> Bottom line is what I'm inviting you to do is take a hard look at do you need some extra skill set in this area without just blank have making a blanket statement saying that you do not feel confident in this space for instance you know i'm a coach but before i became a coach i was certified long before tom dick and harry called themselves coaches it was back in 2005 is when i got certified as a coach and also I started my work as a therapist years and years ago. It's like 23 plus years in the making. So in order to be skilled at what I did, not only do I have education and and experience, I've had the the I've had work behind me. I've had clients who have benefited from my work and now they are passing the word around to bring more people to me. What I'm saying is it doesn't happen overnight. You have, goodness, I'm not able to string my thoughts together for some reason today. (laughs) It's the full moon today as I'm recording this podcast. And sometimes the energetics of the planet affect me. And, um, it's just, you're going to hear more and more of me living my spiritual life. And there are certain times in the planet, like, the, you know, there's a lot happening planet in terms of the energy of the planet. And my system tends to be sensitive to things like that. So I am unable to put my thoughts together. Let's take another stab at this. <laughs> you're getting me in the raw form and this is what it is. What I'm taking another stab at it. I didn't become skilled at my profession overnight. It is 23 plus years in the making. 
But I do remember the first time where I bombed with a client. It was as an intern, and I still remember this so clearly. The client, my client, had some kind of trauma, and um, I had asked her a specific question, and it triggered the trauma. And I didn't have the skill set to handle what was happening, and she basically left, and I never saw her again. Goodness, it was so traumatic going through that experience because I feel I felt like I had failed her. Now, you know, there was a reason I became a therapist. It was for helping people. I felt like I was incapable of helping anyone. I was also just 23 years old at that time. So, <laughs> but I had a very skilled um supervisor at that time who helped me navigate those things. And clearly it worked because I stuck with my profession for a long time, but it left an impact. I wasn't skilled to handle that trauma. And now you put me in any situation with anybody, I can work with it because I have the experience and I have the knowledge of how to work with somebody. It takes time, it takes practice, it takes discipline, it takes repetition. So, and, and again, it would, this was years and years ago, and even recently, you know, I'm one of the coaches in a training program called um, Transformational Coaching Program with my coach and my mentor, Jim Fortin, and I'm going to be talking about that in another episode, and I had to do a group call. I was doing a group coaching call with the members in the program. And again, it was a new experience. I have coached, I have taught people, but it was all my 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 clients and it was in my my own programs, right? This was with someone else for someone else. And I felt like I didn't do a great job. Now I went back, I, dis- I dissected what worked, what didn't work. He gave me feedback and I started to work with that. But I got right back on stage, so to speak, to, to, um, to do more coaching calls. It didn't stop me just because I felt like I didn't do such a great job. All this to say, it takes practice to build confidence no matter what you what you see with people who you think are like super confident they've had to work at it they've had to put in the effort nothing comes for free you have to work at it and i'm not perfect and neither are you the goal is to keep on swimming even when you feel like you haven't done a good job all right next let's talk about building confidence. Confidence comes with competence. And to be competent, you need to practice. The same analogy of the bike, you didn't start riding your bike overnight. You practiced and you practiced and even walking, right? Think about infants and think about um, toddlers. When they start walking, they walk, they stand, they fall, they walk, they fall, they walk, they fall, they walk, they fall, and they finally start walking. 
It takes commitment and you keep doing it over and over and over again till you become masterful at it. You know, my eight-year-old is into mountain biking and oh boy, it's a tough sport and he loves it. He's always been very athletic. He loves things like that. And he practices and he practices and he practices and he falls down and he practices. It's rough, like those rough terrains, like do not put me on it. I'm not going on it. But he and my husband, they both do it together. It's something they love a lot, but it takes practice. It takes practice to master something like that. Now, an important lesson as you practice. If you fall... It's really important that you don't add any meaning and you keep on swimming. See, we humans are meaning-making machines. When we add meaning, that's when things go completely out of alignment. So for instance, like when I was doing the group coaching call and I felt like I didn't do a good job, if I added meaning of like, I suck at this, I'm not good enough and blah, 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 then I am not going to have the courage to get back on stage, right? The bottom line is you have to drop all the meaning, all the interpretations, just keep on going. Take those steps without fear. Fear is what holds us all back. It's often like anytime, think about it. Think about anytime you do not want to do something or you're like, I'm not good enough at this. I don't think I can do a good job. It's often because of fear. Those fear that the fear is what holds us back. Fear of judgment, fear of failing, fear of God knows what. And fear often is connected with past experiences. If you've had an experience at the age of three or four when someone ridiculed you for saying something, that is going to leave an impact, right? And then you get into fear. Again, the bottom line is bring awareness. Once you realize like, hey, that happened when I was 10, like it doesn't matter anymore, then you're going to let it go. Otherwise, what happens is the brain goes into survival mode. And it will do anything and everything to protect you. Like when I'm doing the group coaching call, right? If I go into the fear, what the brain is saying, like, oh my God, like you're going to be judged. And for the brain, for the reptilian brain, judgment is a big deal. Judgment is equivalent to death. So it's going to go. This is why so many people fear public speaking. The brain goes into survival mode. It is going to do anything and everything to keep you safe. So it's going to say, don't do that anymore. Don't stand in front of people and talk um, that you're not good at it. You're going to be judged. You're going to fail all those narratives that's just coming from the reptilian brain. Again, the more awareness you bring to it, the less it's going to have a hold on you. Now, I'm going to invite you again, like we're still staying with that particular topic of or, or the, the place where you want to feel more confident. Once you have narrowed down what you need to practice in order to feel more confident, I am going to invite you to keep doing that for a whole month. You know, for any habit to stick, 
It takes 21 to 30 days for you, for it to become completely habitual. So find ways to practice. Say it's public speaking. Find ways to keep practicing public speaking and discover the results for yourself. It's really important because when you don't take those action steps, it's going to keep you stuck. You know, I... I may have mentioned this in past episodes. I often think about this, you know, I'm what I'm at this time. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to be 46 this year. 46 years of my life has gone by so quickly, so fast. And another 46 years will go by super fast. If I lived on this planet for that long, I probably will. I have a lot of things to do on this planet in terms of evolution, <laughs> myself, my own evolution, and helping others um, evolve and grow. And I'm digressing. Bottom line, the next 45 years is going to go by super quickly. So I often ask myself this question, how do I want to live the next 45 years? Do I want to live it in fear and hold myself back because something bad could happen or something wrong could go or something could go wrong? Or do I want to show up with courage and with living this life in the fullest manner possible? You have to think about that. You know, most people who listen to my podcast are in there somewhere between the third between 30s and 60s I think my sense that's my sense and but recently I've had a few very young people come and tell me that they uh, find a lot of value in my podcast I was surprised and not surprised at the same time but but it was interesting to hear the 20, 20 some year old saying that they found value in my podcast. So I guess I appeal to a lot of different age ranges. The bottom line is no matter how old you are, this life is going to go by super quick. So you have to ask yourself, are you going to live in fear or is this an opportunity for you to work through the fear and be in living from freedom? When you see successful people, what you see is the end result. You have not seen the work that they have put in to get to that place. You know, have you watched a swan? A swan is so beautiful. Like it's just one of the most beautiful um, birds I've ever seen. And when you watch a swan swimming in water, it's so graceful. It's so elegant and it's just so beautiful you know when I picture a swan I picture a swan in like a foggy lake and like it's just so beautiful and the swan is usually in pairs and they're swimming together and it's just a gorgeous sight but if you look just a few inches underneath the water you will see their feet their feet is pedaling like crazy And that's no different than any of us. Anybody who you see as being successful has worked at it, has put in the work. I'm not talking about efforting. I'm talking about energy. You're putting an energy towards something. I still remember the first time I recorded a podcast. 
I had no idea how to even attach this thing to my machine. I had no idea how to do anything. There was a time where um, the podcast person that I had hired, I had to let that person go to clean up my podcast and to upload it and all that. And for there was a time period where I had nobody to help me with this. And I had to learn how to upload a podcast, how to edit a podcast or do some basic editing, like putting things together. All of it takes effort and practice. Has it always been perfect? No, it's never going to be perfect. Let go of perfectionism, people. So work all this to say, confidence comes with competence and competence comes with practice. You have to keep practicing. Practice for at least 30 days and discover the results for yourself. Commit to it. Do it no matter what. It is no different than working out and building a new muscle. And after you do that, I would love to hear from you. So please let me know. Just tag me on Instagram, share this episode, take a screenshot of this episode, tag and share your experience doing this. Even if you're in the midst of it, you don't have to wait for 30 days to to share your experience. Just share what you're doing. If you're on social media, if you're not, I would love to hear from you. Just send me an email to share with me how you are using these things, because these episodes are not just for like, oh, I listened to it and let it go. I am inviting you to put it into practice because without practice, without putting it into work, it is just words sitting in your head. One of the areas like I'm working on feeling more confident is mastery of my emotions. I've come a long way with my emotions, but there's still some areas in my life where I tend to be, I tend to lose patience specifically with my kids. And so I'm working on that. I'm working on being patient. I'm working on being at peace, no matter what on earth is thrown at me. You know, recently I mentioned this in my in, in Instagram on my stories. Um, you know, if you have listened to me for any length of time, we just moved to our new ho- our permanent home in Sedona, and there are we start, we started finding mice. It's been a, it's been quite a trip. And if you've been to Sedona, Sedona is a very small town, and it's a tourist town, so there's not a lot of help that you get for so it takes time to get people in like our landscape person hasn't come in like there's a lot of different things and I could find myself getting worked up like how is this going to work out like so much so much to do on top of everything else so one of the areas I've been working on is staying at peace no matter what is happening because when you're at peace a lot more. You can do a lot more in life. So I am no different than you. I'm working on things like you, maybe different things. I don't struggle with confidence. I struggle more with confidence in certain areas. Like how do I keep my peace no matter what's happening, right? Like I, that's something I have to master. <laughs> it was the Kung Fu Panda episode was like perfect, not episode, the movie was like perfect. I've seen it before, but it was like such a great <laughs> reminder. Like it was all about 
Master Chief was like all about inner peace. And I was like, oh my God, I lose my inner peace so often, <laughs> especially when it comes to my kids. Like they need so much. And if you have had young kids or if you have young kids, you know what I'm talking about. They require a lot and it's very easy to get caught up. And so one of the things I'm working on is staying in that peaceful state. So you can apply this to anything in your life. Okay. So to summarize, find your anchor of when you felt confident, confident in your life, anchor that in your body, find the thing that you are working on to feel more confident, identify what is holding you back, work on that, clear that, and practice, practice, practice. And share this episode with someone that you think could benefit from this. I am so grateful for you. And before we wrap up for today, if you have found any value in these episodes, I really invite you, first of all, to share this with your friends and family, and also to leave me a review in um, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, just leave me a very quick, short review of how you found these episodes useful. Because if you have found them to be valuable, someone else will. And together, we can uplift this planet. We can uplift the energy of this planet. There's a lot of chaos happening. And together, we can create a more positive impact. So it would be it would be your, you giving back to me like I give to you every week. This is a little reciprocity from both our sides. And so it'll be great. Thank you so much for your, um, for, your for, for listening, for finding value in this, for sharing this. And I will see you next week. Oh, before we end. Many of you may already know this, that I have... I offer coaching intensive program. It's one-on-one coaching. It's very, it is, it's very exclusive for people who are extraordinarily committed to their growth. So if you want to grow exponentially in this, this year in 2022, you may qualify for that. So please reach out to me or look in the show notes and you will see how to apply to be um, to work with me one on one, it's I rarely have open spots, and this year I have three open spots, so you can apply for that if you think you qualify for it. So it's all in the show notes, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I have a request for you. If you found value, chances are that your friends and family will too. So if you can leave a positive review on iTunes, it will help reach so many more people. And if you have any topics or questions you would like me to feature, please send them to support at PadmaAli.com. And lastly, please share your takeaways and breakthroughs with me on Instagram at Padma Ali. Thank you so much for tuning in. 